Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and I'm super pumped to have from Lords of the Black, the Ferryman, Sunstorm, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, Michael Schenker Group, Ronnie Romero. Ronnie, how you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's it's great to have you here. Like I just said, you know, I've kind of over the years, I've kind of like watched you, you know, from I remember when I got that rainbow uh cd dvd thing that came out like i think i want to say 2016 2017 the first like rainbow return return shows and like wow this guy's got an incredible voice and to see like everything you've done since then has just been so so cool and now you've got this new solo album uh raised on radio uh that has just been released today uh you you've been active in the hard rock and melodic rock community for so long i'm surprised it's taken this long for you to do like a proper solo album why did you choose to start with an album of covers oh uh, well it was um actually it was an idea from the record label uh, serafino who is the um, the ceo of of frontiers um they were actually they were chasing me like a couple of years you know uh to to make a solo record and i was not too much uh into the idea to do it because at that time for me it was like uh, when a, when an artist and a singer he wants to make a solo record is because of first of all because of pr- probably he's uh, bored of of uh, his band or you know he wants to do something different than he was doing for the last 25 or 30 years since i didn't been in the road uh, uh, that long yeah it was you know make no sense for me to to do something different and also because i was doing a lot of different things they were like a fulfilling my my musical interest you know so i i didn't feel like the need to do something else and and and, and also i didn't feel like uh, uh i'm gonna bring something different and something new to my career and to the fans to listen so that's why I, I was not too much into the idea to make a solo record. But then, uh, then the record label, they say, so why, uh, while you decide to make a solo record, if you want to wait for uh, just to make a covers album, you know, it will be make more sense because um, actually I was, I was doing covers the last few years, you know, with Rainbow, with Michael Schenker and with Vandenberg and many others. Uh, it, it, apparently it was like my main job to make covers <laughs> so instead to you know to sing my own songs so uh, yeah I, I i thought it was a maybe uh, a good idea to start with with a covers album yeah yeah and it, it came out great i really enjoy listening to this there's a lot of you know i can tell you had fun making it that's one of my favorite things about it is it just seems like a fun record to make and you also you know, you're covering all these classic songs and not just, you know, well-known classics. I like that you went really deep with your choices. Yeah. Like you didn't just go for like the most well-known songs. Like you chose stuff like Backstreet Love Affair and Play yeah. the Game Tonight. Yeah, that was totally in purpose, you know, because uh, because as I told you, uh, since I, I didn't think that a covers album will bring something fresh and new to listen to for the fans, I say, okay, at, at least I will do something like the, uh, you know, the typical, uh, not the typical songs that the people expect me to sing. You know, I know the people they expect me to sing Rainbow and Dio and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I really wanted to bring something like the people say, oh, I'm, you know, at least surprised because of the track list. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's one of the first things that pulled me when I got the press release. I was like, oh, he's doing Play the Game Tonight by Kansas. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. 
yeah, that's that's great stuff. And you you got to work with uh, Alessandro again, uh, you know, great producer. And uh, he, he's great for this type of sound too. And he has a great ear for it. Um, so I just imagine you two just having a good time making this record. Was that the case? Like, was it just like every day, like, oh, again, oh what, which classic song are we going to work on today? Was that kind of the vibe making the record? Um, and yeah, in a way, yes. Uh, obviously, because of the pandemic, we were, we were not uh, too much into, you know, to meet in person and to work together. That's the way I would love to do it. But uh, um, I, I mean, actually, the, the, the track list, it was decided at the very beginning of the project. So we were, you know, very clear that we have very clear in mind that which songs we're going to play. Um, and also because the songs have a special meaning for me. There's not just a couple of songs that I, you know, ah, oh, maybe I will do this, maybe I will do, no, it's every song, every song is related with the memory of my, of my life. Uh, since I started as a musician when I was 14 years old with my first band in Chile. So, um, so every, every song was special and then, okay, they say, at the beginning we said, okay, this is going to be the track list. And then from that point, we're going to try to make fun of it you know so it's uh yeah it was great to work with alessandro he's a so talented guy and, and he's a great producer and he has you know it brings a lot of great ideas on the table and 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 it was easy it was easy to work with him because we everything was pretty clear from the beginning nice uh i like what you said there like you know these songs like you know have deeper meaning to you and that's a good reason to choose them so let's touch on a few of these in particular because i'd love to hear the backstory on choosing a few of these. Let's, let's start with a Backstreet Love Affair. That's a Survivor cover. It's from the Jimmy Jameson era. It's from the When Seconds Count album. Talk about that song a bit. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a, for me, it's a very underrated song uh, because everybody, when you say Survivor, everybody say The Eye of a Tiger or even Burning Heart, you know, because, because of the movies. Uh, uh, but um, uh, I, Specifically, this song is a song that we, I was listening in the car with my fiance many times, and every time it was like, "It would be great to have a cover of you know this this song because it's it's such a beautiful song. It's so melodic, and so you know soulful, and and and, and nobody plays that song often. So that's why I would say, okay, uh, when we are doing the track list, and I say obviously I say Survivor because it's one of my favorite bands. Uh, uh, is a, a band that my father, rest in peace, showed me for the first time because he was a huge fan of classic, uh, classic rock bands from, from the States. And, uh, and, and I, was, I was, you know, I was thinking like, okay, it's going to be a survivor song for sure, but we need to figure out which one. And suddenly it was very natural that my fiance and I, we were in the car listening to the song and say, okay, it's going to be this one because, you know, it's, and I, I don't think that uh, there is too much covers about these songs around. There's a lot of Eye of, Eye of the Tiger for sure, but not Backstreet Love Affair. Yeah, definitely not. And I like the new arrangement too. You guys have kind of put on it. You rocked it up a bit, a bit more. Like kind of yeah. the key, the keys are still there, but they're they're kind of more okay. pushed to the background. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, so. it's the melody. It's the melody of the song, and and that's important as well because every song you can you can you can listen that. Um, yeah, it goes through the pass of time because you can adapt the song to any style in any way, and the song still sounds great. You know, and so that's that that does give a lot of credits to to the original band. Nice. Uh, my next one I wanted to talk about, as I mentioned earlier, Play the Game Tonight from Kansas. This is actually a song I really love myself. And I yeah. thought it was an interesting choice because it's from the John El Elfante era. So talk about this one. Uh, well, uh, Kansas is as well one of my favorite bands. Uh, and I was listening since I was a kid. Uh, my father, he was a huge fan of Kansas as well. And uh, 
and and even when I love uh, uh, Steve Walsh on the on the on the vocals in the in the band, and I also uh, I remembered in in my graduation on school I sang a Kansas song, uh, oh, wow. so it's, it's a very important band for me, and I have a lot of huge and and, and great memories since I was a kid with with Kansas. Uh, Kansas is very related to my to my childhood, so um, in the same way I I, I thought okay. Uh, what are we going to do with Kansas? Because I really want to do a Kansas song. And I was thinking at the beginning, I was thinking about uh, power or something like that, you know, more rock. And, yeah. and then I thought, you know, this era with Elephant is very, very unknown for the mainstream people and, you know, for the fans and, and for, for it's very underrated as well. He was a great singer. I mean, it's, for me, it's fantastic. So yeah. um, it was the same thing. I say, okay, this is going to be because it fit exactly with the... Um, with the kind of a songs that I want to do. And also it's challenging because it's, it's very easy to make a cover of uh, something who fit really well with uh, with your vocals like Dio, as I told you before, or Rainbow, you know, because yeah. it's my kind of vocal style and it will be easy to do it. So I wanted to do something more challenging in this case. And uh, I think I think specifically that song and, and the Survivor song were, were very challenging. And it came out great, yeah, that's a, I, I love that you talked about that, man, because I feel like that way too. There's a special bond you have with those those bands that carried you through through the, through your formative years. So, good mm -hmm. on you. And quick sidebar, I just want to let you know I'm interviewing John Elefante in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to tell him to check out your cover. So, oh yeah, please do it. Yep, absolutely. And, and tell him that I that I deeply admire him. Please. Absolutely, I will. Um, the next one I want to talk about, just because this was the this was the one that was like the most unique to me. I was like, oh, this is an interesting choice because. You've covered Dio in the past, you know, but yeah. Carolina County Ball by Elf, that is that is going deep. And you covered yeah. it in this great, like, kind of almost like country, Western heavy metal, down home, <laughs> like boogie, boogie, honky tonk thing. Talk, talk, talk about bringing this one in, because I'm sure when you brought this one in, like, there was a bit of like, Elf, Carolina County Ball, like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, you know, it's the same thing, because uh, as I told you, it's a, uh... I really wanted to do something that the people they wouldn't expect, you know. Like I, I really wanted to 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 surprise the people with the with the track list, and and even uh, I know that I need to make deal because the people they really relate my vocal in my in my, in my career with with deal uh, because people say I, I have a different opinion, but the people say that my vocal sounds a kind of even in the color or something sounds a little bit like deal. Um, Okay, say okay. I want I, I want to do something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rainbow side because I don't want to do rainbow. And uh, Elf is, is is I mean is one of my is one of my B sides favorite B sides ever. Um, especially this album Carolina County Ball and the, and the previous one and the first one uh, when you have there is a kind of a great song called Happy and many others. Um, and I think as well, because in, in this case, uh, in that era, Dio, he was a more clean vocalist. He was not too much into the heavy metal and the raspy voice. He has a kind of a, a lot of different colors and, you know, and kind of different things in his vocal, more melodic, more clean. And, and that makes it uh, a way challenging, you know? So, and obviously it's, it's, again, it's because of one of my favorite songs. And, and I used to play that song even I have a I have a short video in my social uh, from a couple of years ago, playing the song and the guitar in the mountains with my fiance. You know because it's one of my favorite songs. Awesome, yeah, I'm glad you picked it, man. 
that's so cool um so yeah yeah i'm gonna i got a few more for you uh talk about i know so this is kind of like a prequel to your first proper solo record so the next one when, when you do originals is it going to be in a similar aor vein you're going to go kind of more for a power metal thing like what, what what do you think the the vibe of the the solo record itself will be will it kind of be in the vein of these songs that we're, we have here Actually, the plan is um, yeah, this Raised on Radio is a volume one because it's going to be a volume two oh. um, of covers. Uh, because obviously, uh, you cannot you cannot go through all your influences in just just one record. You know? it's <laughs> That's <impossible>. true. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided to do a volume two, uh, but it's going to be oriented more to the uh, heavy metal side. So it's going to be called Raised on the Heavy Radio. Mm, and um, so we're going to have more like uh, Judas Priest, Ingrid Mumstein, Black Sabbath mm. from the Tony Martin era, uh, you know, maybe some Man of War kind of, but it's going to be the same vibe that the people uh, are going to be surprised with the track list because it's not going to be like the typical songs, nice. but more heavy. And then nice. after that, and then after that, it's going to be the proper uh, solo album with original songs, but uh, we are already working on it. So, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be ready very soon, and I can tell that uh, um, for me, as I as I feel it, uh, it, it's gonna be very close to the uh, to the Dio solo career from the Dream Evil going through the Killing the Dragon thing, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a mix of hard rock and a little heavy metal, but not too much, uh, because I did heavy metal in the past, and, and and you know I'm pretty much done with that with Lords of Black and many others. So I really want to explore something more, um, something different on, on my career. So it's going to be in that way, probably. Nice. That's I'm I'm really excited. I look forward to that. Can, do you have? Is there a like tentative release date for Raised on Heavy Radio, or is that you know just kind of like down the road a ways? It must be. It must be released very very soon because actually we're going to start the, the production uh, next month. And it's going to be, the album is going to be ready very soon. And then we're going to start immediately after that, we're going to start the production of my original songs because the plan is to, is to go on tour next year, uh, supporting the original album. Uh, and of course, we're going to put some covers from the previous two records, but uh, the plan is to go on, on the summer of next year, uh, go on tour uh, as a Ronnie Romero, you know. So it's, yeah. it's it, it it must be do it must be done with original songs instead of covers. Okay, cool. So yeah, that sounds like that could that could be this year yet. So that's really awesome, awesome. Yeah. Another, another great record with your voice to look forward to. Um, so <laughs> I, I know we're kind of running out of time, but this is uh, this is one I really wanted to touch on too, just because like I, I'm fa- I'm fascinated by this story. So you got like I said mentioned earlier. I remember first seeing you you know sing with Rainbow on that DVD. And yep. uh, I thought it was so cool that when he Richie chose to come back, you know, he, he could have, you know, he could have gone with Joe Lynn Turner. He could have gone with Graham Bonnet. You know, he could have gone with someone he had in the past already. And he's like, no, I want someone new. And he, cho- he chose you. So I'm curious how, how you ended up getting, you know, in touch with him, how he chose, like how, that pro- how he chose you. Like, would you mind sharing that story with us? Yeah, I mean, I think it was um, um, it was destiny. It was it was meant to be, you know, it was supposed to be this way because, um it's funny how how everything happens. Uh, it was uh, I, first of all I moved from Chile to from South America to Europe mm. uh, to try to find out you know like um, uh, to start a career because obviously in, in South America is very complicated. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the funny thing is that I, I started a rainbow cover band. Mm. Mm. Um, 
a couple of years ago, a couple of years before Richie calls me for the first time. So um, the thing is, uh, we got a lot of success in Spain because my vocal sounds kind of a similar to Dio and then the band, it was, it, it was sounding pretty much, you know, close to the original band from the Rising album and Long Live Rock and Roll. And we were doing a lot of shows, we were doing a lot of uh, festivals in Spain. So obviously there were some videos on YouTube and, and suddenly they were looking for a singer and they saw one of my videos. Uh, it's a video where I am singing A Man of the Silver Mountain. Um, and, um, and then I just got the call, you know, I just got the call and they say, listen, uh, we were watching some videos of you and we think that you are great and we're, we're trying to, to put this tour together next year. And then what do you think about to join us? And I was like, you know, freak it out. <laughs> That's it. Nice. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that happened because because like I said, you you fit in perfectly with that band. And then there's the last thing to kind of wrap that up. Um, it, it's been kind of quiet for Richie for a little bit, and that could just be because of the pandemic. Um, mm. it, do, it, is there any immediate plans for more Rainbow stuff, or is that or not that you're aware of? Um, I don't think so. I mean, we didn't got any any news of uh, possible plans. Um, I mean, I understand that because of the pandemic, uh, obviously. Uh, it was impossible to make any plan and then you know uh, everything is kind of a delay two three years because all the tours that were supposed to be during the pandemic now they are happening now but it's going to take a couple of years you know to to get into the wheel again that the normal thing so it's uh make no sense to make any plan for touring and also because it was uh, it was uh, now it was focused on blackmore's night and the new release i think they released an album uh, uh recently um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get focused on that, and probably I mean it's gonna be on him. Uh, with Richie, you never know. Since one day uh, something's gonna happen, and the next day it's not happening at all because of his mood. But um, I mean uh, it, it is what it is, uh, and um, and that's it. But I, I don't think it's gonna happen in the near future. Okay, cool. Uh, one last thing, just to bring it all home again, again to kind of just make this you know some rock rock nerd fun uh what's what's the one song that you would like to sing with rainbow that you haven't got to sing yet oh there's a lot <laughs> i can say <laughs> songs. uh but probably more more songs from the rising album like lightning in black Ooh. or wrong with the wolves Ooh, yeah. uh, it's my, one of my favorites but also from the also from the long live broken roll album there's a couple of songs like la connection or even gates of babylon you know that kind of things the one, the one I'd love to see. There's two actually from Long Live Rock and Roll. One is Sensitive Delight. I've always loved Rainbow oh, yeah. on that, so I think it'd be cool to hear you sing that. And then I bet you could do a really cool version of Rainbow Eyes. I did, I did, I did. Oh, uh, really? There is a yeah, there is a there is a uh, there is an official version we did lots of with lots of black, so you can watch, you can check it out in YouTube. It's an official oh. video. Well, I know what I'm doing after this call. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, we did it. We did it for. Uh, for uh, it was last year, uh, so when uh, you count ten years of uh, Ronnie's Ronnie's passing away, mm. um, so we did as a tribute. We did Rainbow Eyes with Lorso Black. I mean, it's just Tony on the acoustic guitar and me singing. But uh, yeah, we did it. Yeah, I will be listening to that. Ronnie, thank you so much. This has been great. Everybody, check out Raised on Radio out today. Um, uh, Ronnie, you got anything else you want to plug? Social media, anything like that? All my social media, Frontier social media, you can get your copy. I have one 
Um, I just got it today. So awesome. <laughs> you, can yours, you can have yours streaming in all the platforms. And obviously, thank you very much to everybody for the support. Awesome. Thank you, Ronnie. Till next time, I'm the Sly Dog. Peace, love, Bye -bye. rock and roll. listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.